You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. I didn't know there was a sriracha shortage. It's basically been about a year. You buy a big bottle at last year, like a while. I don't know if it was a shortage. So there was a thing to do with at least what Colton told me was the, I don't know if it was a dispute or a shortage of the peppers they use. Huh. So whoever they got their peppers, the peppers from. peppers not I up think to it was, par? I think it was a pepper issue. Yeah, pepper issue. So they, I don't know if it was a dispute between the two. Right, maybe Sriracha got too big and they're like, hey, you need to pay us more. And they're like, no, we'll grow our own. Can you, imagine, it back, can you imagine what the pepper farm looks like for Sriracha? Like how many acres of just straight You'd have peppers. to put me in a hazmat suit to walk through that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like crying. <laughs> yeah, but it's know. back. We were walking down the aisle. Because they have a ton of brands, but not that one. Oh, and so everybody like you wants, could get a sriracha style sauce. Yeah, like Tabasco makes one. There was people, really? though, that came out with like almost identical bottles. Oh, yeah. Instead of maybe like the, the rooster or the whatever rooster, it was, they had it might like have a, been like a another type of poultry animal (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so they but it's back my sister i told her because she puts it on everything i love it and she's like i've been ordering mine to get it you know we're the midwest we're the last people to get yeah this stuff huh little keychain sriracha's do you do that no i don't i don't do keychain sriracha's i just have a good bottle little keychain racha in the fridge in the, i used in to the, in I, the like Chick, fridge drawer chick-fil-a fridge. they used to have little packets of tabasco sauce like ketchup packets but tabasco they used really? to stock up on those yeah where at chick-fil-a was it was it tabasco or, or was it like they pistol have, pete or I, something I, they have texas pete now <laughs> yeah. but it used to be tabasco <laughs> pistol beat i tell you an underrated what do you call that condiment uh Hot sauce Whatever. or just a condiment? It is. It's the Tabasco Chipotle. Yeah, that one's And like good. the purple, you, you can get it at Chipotle. Yeah, the different colored. It's like that, you have it's the like green. The smoky yeah, flavor. The smoke. Yeah, that one's good. Oh. And I do like the green Tabasco too. I, I like I like green verde, limey, cilantro hot sauces. Yeah, You put that on some duck fajitas. Hey, Patrick, I got a trivia question for you. Oh. Ooh. Name a food this off the table they're not spending money with us <laughs> name a food that is not good or does not go with either peanut butter or ranch that doesn't go with like if you put peanut butter or ranch on a food like you'll be like yeah this isn't good name a food that would not be good with peanut butter or ranch like you couldn't say like steak is it peanut one butter wouldn't pe- go with steak is but it one someone could is say it a I different want ranch food for steak. each well, ranch would be good on a steak. So that wouldn't count. It wouldn't count. So you're saying so that is there air, peanut is, butter is or there, ranch? But it's one food. Yeah. Yeah. This is a trivia question? Yeah. Think of think of something that is not. Maybe there's not a right answer. Like it doesn't pair well with peanut butter or ranch. Yeah, because you can't go like a vegetable. Because ranch is good on a vegetable. Sour gummy so worms. peanut butter. I was going to say fruit snacks. I, I think mean, like yeah. it's got to be like okay. some type of gummy fruity thing. Okay, but yeah. it's not a meal. But but if you were to pick something put out of the fridge, not like like not a fruit snack or so, you like a legit, sure, legit meal. Yeah, like eggs. 
ranch on eggs? Oh my, there's no way. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> no. It would be all right. Are you serious? Yeah, well, I would never do worse. it. No, imagine like you're making scrambled eggs and you just put ranch in there. And you Is there scramble a, it with but it? there's an answer. What about a ranch? What about a ranch seasoning packet with your scrambled eggs? That'd probably be really good. A ranch seasoning packet. Yeah. I could see that, that for good. sure. I couldn't put ranch sauce in my eggs. I Maybe not. No, I wouldn't, but, but it, wouldn't I, be it wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't be bad. I do like ranch with my pizza, but I'll tell you what makes me sick is when people do the bottle and they just over the like top of the, the pizza box over their slice oh over I'm the like, slice okay just just dip it in there like a person just drink i like ranch. to i like to mix hot sauce and ranch <laughs> like, together and put it on my pizza that's not bad yeah honey honey on pizza crust is good which is big in colorado really on with the crust yeah. They serve you. They'll bring you honey. If you order pizza, they're going to bring oh. you honey, at mm. least at the restaurants we went to, which I, you don't get that here. Mm. No. You get ranch. <laughs> you get if some ranch. you ask for it, yeah. I mean, you have to ask for that, but they will bring it to you. It's like you have to have honey. So it's like they're putting it in front of you. Like, well, What do you think is the most versatile condiment? Probably. Well, Ooh. it's probably a hot sauce or some kind, huh? sauce, maybe. Mustard? No. Probably hot sauce. Just in general. Yeah, like just a, like... Not, not a certain brand, like whether you like the Cholulili with the wooden top. I think that one's overrated. No, but I mean, you know, or that one at the fish market's really good. What is that one? You don't get it a lot here. I think it's a southern thing. The... Zappy? No. What? Crystals? Crystals. My family's a Crystals family. Yeah, Crystals like is good. The fish market, though, in Liberty serves it. There's a fish really? market That's in a, Missouri? Yeah. <laughs> oh. you never been to the fish market Where they bring you blue cats and crappie? Well, it used to be they would bring in fresh, it was like crab legs, or they would do, like you would go there, it was like a market, but they still call it a fish market. That has since gone away, and now it's just a restaurant. Hmm. Get you some like catfish po'boys or shrimp baskets or yeah it's, they got also it's actually i mean it's good yeah but back in the day you would go there and not only could you eat you'd get yourself whatever you know five pounds of crab legs yeah yeah that's something i wish we had here they like do a that good, crystals good place to like get fish yeah like a market though like fresh yeah i just i don't know fish around here just kind of i don't know i mean i see it go catch some slabs yeah you can find some good ones that they fly in fresh. Yeah, but it's not the same. Like, if you go to, like, the coast. Well, yeah, if you're at Seattle. Yeah. And they're, like, tossing it, you know, and they got their aprons on. They're like, fish coming in. I don't yeah. know. You know we, we always get, like, so, just day-old fish. I was overseas in, in uh, if I showed you the video, I was overseas in, in China for a work trip. And they had a, it looked like, like a, like a pet store miles of exotic kind of thing like the, the store right next to rogers <laughs> okay. the, the new pet store right next to rogers yeah it's a wall of aquariums and he would just go and you would just pick out that number on that aquarium i'll take finding nemo as an appetizer yeah exactly <laughs> you can do that and then they would go and they would net the fish drop it in a basket and there was hooks running all around the ceiling and they were, and they would have your, you know, your your table name and tag on it, and it would go to the cook. Dang, that's how you ordered. Nice, that's fresh. I mean, it I wasn't like an aquarium, to, but yeah, it was. Here. Well, I mean, they got to keep them from swimming off. Yeah. Or like when you go to Florida, that's cool when you go catch them, 
And then usually there's like a restaurant or two right there at the harbor. Yep. You bring your catch, you know, and they'll clean it and cook it for you as yeah. your entree. Yeah. On the note should of, do that with duck. <laughs> on the note of hot sauces, what is the hottest hot sauce that who knows uh, that know. I've tried none because I don't do hot. So Tabasco is about as hot as it gets. So you guys have never done in like any major no, hot no, sauces? no. Okay. not like, like those have. ridiculous ones that they just make up because they want to get tried a, a certain level of whatever. Yes, yeah, Scoville. Yeah. It's it's all hot after some point. Yeah, it's it gets just, to a point it's where just, it's like, it doesn't no, taste like anything. It's right? just pain. There's a there's a point where it gets hotter than hot, and I've yeah. Well, yeah. I've done that. The the bomb hot sauce from Hot Ones. Yeah, yeah. That sucked. I did it on a saltine cracker, like a drop. It had me out, like out of commission for like three you days. Put it on a cracker. Really? Yeah. It was like a challenge thing that I was doing oh. at one of my older jobs. Ooh, we should do a one chip it, challenge for a oh gosh. podcast. <laughs> he, my head would turn purple. <laughs> that would be ruined. <laughs> You'd get some good content on that. Age. Oh yes, you would. You remember last year? Me and Brandon still talk about. We're sitting at the wherever we were eating the chicken hot chicken sandwiches. Oh yeah, and Brandon, in Nashville. Brandon's like, man, this is a hot sandwich. <laughs> in my mind, he didn't say spicy. So when you say spicy, I equate that to the spicy hot, yeah. like a little tingle. Yeah, he was like halfway through a sandwich. He's like, man, this sandwich is hot. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you think temperature wise, like yeah, fresh like, off the the skillet, right, like super hot. I was like, man, it does look good. Did you want to try some? I'm like, yeah. I took a <laughs> bite, ruined everything. Ruined my meal. That. He filmed it. That was or an someone NW- filmed yeah, it. Yeah, that was at NWTF. It was a last hot. Year. I mean, I've done the like, like I tasted a boneless mango habanero, you know, from like Buffalo Sorry, Wild what did you Wings. Just say? Oh, chicken. Okay, I thought you a were boneless saying wing. like boneless a boneless mango habanero, like a habanero. Oh no, no, no. Bones. I was like, what do you? Like, I can't do jalapenos if they got seeds in them. Yeah. And sriracha is too spicy for me. Jeez. Man, Poor you guy. are from a, Iowa. I knew a guy <laughs> that he was a police officer. Yeah. And he can do hot, hot. Like, he might he might have been able to do your hot deal you were talking about. The reason I say that is on his tacos, he would spray it with pepper spray. Really? Like, the... Like take the, it off the, his service belt and <laughs> his service belt pepper spray. I don't know if he had an extra one or used that one, no, but he, he used with, yeah. OC spray. Really on his tacos. This is the first time I'm learning that pepper spray is edible. <laughs> Didn't know that. Well, they spray well, it in your face. That's what it is. Is just well, that doesn't mean it can go into your intestines. It's just a well, it bunch some of, of it does because you inhale it. Yeah. Or, I guess so. Like it's that. not lethal. No, it's just sucks. It does. I've ha- I've been through it multiple times. Really? Mm-hmm. Man, you need to find yourself in better situations, get... Patrick. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't need a little granny pepper spray in you I had to go through OC training uh, for some different jobs I had. We had to get sprayed, and then you had to, like, fight and fend people off while you're spraying. You're like, yeah. Trying to hold one eye open. One poor kid that got sprayed. Someone told him milk really helps. Yeah. And it doesn't. We look over. <laughs> He's got a gallon of milk. <laughs> He's He's got some Belfonte number two, some 2%, just the whole jug. 
Oh man, on his did face. He, was he was he a lot better than you after that? Um, might have. The worst is the second go around. You have to do it. She doesn't. No, it doesn't go all the way. Oh, so you go take a shower that night. Yep. For reference, anybody that's ever had this done, for a gentleman, you shower in your underwear. <laughs> Just so you know. All right. It burns again. So, with that being said, always be good, people. You don't want to get sprayed. No. Um. So, now we've got all three of us back. Looks like it. You and me and Josh went rogue last week. Yeah, I saw like, that. Like, hey, Chandler's night here. Let's have some fun. Yeah. I haven't I haven't listened to it yet. Been, it's on the list this week to listen to. Which really was the first first episode of twenty four. First taping in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Um so yeah, we had some fun and now we're all three back because we're we told everybody Chandler was uh on a deer hunt. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure we'll get to. Yeah. Um Yeah, so obviously yeah. you were sending us some pictures and Hayden can show those, but kind of what was that experience like was that your i know your family's from texas but was that kind of your first experience deer hunting yeah i've never deer hunted in texas i've gone down there all the time to to fish every year um bass fish crappie fish all that stuff i've shot pigs down there before last spring i was out turkey hunting there that was west texas and i was awfully i did a dove hunt there too i've been hunting in texas more this year than i think i've done in missouri right i mean probably not true but i feel like the bigger trips have all been down there a do- yeah turkey hunt a dove hunt and now deer hunt yeah and um this deer hunt was was right at, it was we landed in corpus christi and then drove an hour and so we were right next to the bay close to rockport area and i mean josh has been fishing down there too i think you had your bachelor party down there yeah we did it's a great fishing area i didn't know it was great deer hunting and uh me and our clothing buyer Gregory, mm-hmm. he's been on the podcast a couple of times. We we went, <clears throat> flew down there. Um, this was a, a hunt with lacrosse footwear, so uh, we sell a ton of their boots. Our customers, you guys, probably own a pair of Alpha Burleys or something because we sell containers and containers of these boots. They're popular, yeah. And so we were, and Grandpa still owns the old green. Lagranges or, or yeah, the old yeah, old rubber pull on green with the yellow, yellow trim up top. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> the old classics. Yeah, for sure. But we were wearing some of their new, more of their. I guess I would say western lace up, lace horses. Yeah. Okay. And they were, I've been wearing them for a month now, and they're they're pretty sweet boot. I would I would love to have those boots had that boot back when i was out going to elk hunting in september oh really yeah waterproof yeah nice i think yeah i think the version i have is yeah they're uninsulated so that's why i say it's like an elk hunting boot or for early september it's not a late season boot or yeah white tail if you're looking for something with like 400 600 gram you might go a different route you on like a pheasant hunt. Oh yeah, It'd be all right for that. Oh yeah, some upland bird. Like my feet, I don't. If I'm moving, I don't really need like a ton of thinsulate. The yeah. thinsulate I want potentially when I sit still in a tree stand for a long period of time. That's the only time I want thinsulate. Yeah, in a duck hunt, in a wader kind of. And thing. even then, I've scaled back mine. Yeah, on how much I wear. Yeah. Um, one because my feet don't get as cold as a lot of people's, but. 
Getting the right like a, sh- boot like size nice, is important too. Yeah. Like a 400 gram lace yeah. up has done well for me. When I stepped up and, and was buying nicer boots and getting the actual correct wide width mm-hmm. size and the correct length and everything, the boot fit better. I was able to not the right amount of space in there. Yeah, to keep your 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 feet yeah. moving. Um, you know, keep that you know keep the heat in there. Feet moving around, yeah. don't get as cold. Yeah, but so what was it like? Uh, what's the um, the landscape like down there that well, you're in? We're we're pretty much right at the bay. There's no elevation. It's just flat, right? Mm-hmm. But the you're dealing with mesquite trees and thorns and cactuses. Period. Yeah, there was no, there was nothing that didn't pick put pick you or poke you or prick you or whatever. Yeah, it was all thorns, mesquite trees. You know, there, that was the majority of the the coverage was mesquite trees, and then there's just all nice. sorts of I don't know the names of all of them, but there's cactuses and thorns and everything. But I was wearing gaiters most of the time, and I didn't. I had that was perfect. Yeah. What's the temp? What was it there? The so when we got down there, it was actually I I would call it pretty chilly, but it was like really windy, overcast, and about forty five. Yeah. So that was like which for that's probably chilly for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably cold. Yeah. I mean, it was it was you didn't walk around in a t shirt out there. Sure. You definitely wanted a windbreaker because that was the big thing was the, that that wind chill. Yeah. That forty five degrees over you know cloud cover and then with a nice wind on top it was kind of chilly and is it like open fields or is it like uh some of the texas since i've seen where you're hunting like the you know the, the strips roads yeah. the strips yeah it's a little bit of both i mean we would we would get in the can am and we drive i mean there was cotton fields that have been harvested um they didn't have deer in it but there was just more some pasture fields and stuff there was a lot of cows around this area but we would deal with like pastures uh, of grasses that they liked, and then we would deal with this the really thick stuff with the strips cut into them, mm. and you could see down them and stuff like that. But we yeah. would go. It was a spot and stock style hunt. We didn't sit in like a big box blind or anything. But we we rode out on the Canam and we would go to these certain areas and glass for for deer and look for look for uh, certain bucks, you know, certain deer that were on, were on the target list. Yeah. So yeah, you were telling. You said you. It was like you were watching over three hundred deer or something. Yeah, I think the first wild. night we got there, we saw over two hundred deer. Wow! And um, and when we got there, their rut is not too far off from ours. It wasn't like they have a rut that's like two months later. They were they were post rut, post oh, okay. rut, and the bucks and the does were kind of starting to like split up into groups. The bucks were all together and the does are all together. But there's a couple fields where we saw quite a bit of does, and then there'll be bucks in, in the field, but they'll be like in their own corner or whatever. But we're talking like 50 at a time. Wow. In a, in a, in a, like glassing with your. And this is not a high fence at all. The owners of this place do not believe in high fence. So this is 110,000 acres down there, no high fence, and just, just a couple. Just a, a great operation of guys. Every guide manages a, a, a section of, a, you know, a sectioned out area for their deer. So they're managing that their deer. They have the names. They have the game, uh, the trail cam pictures. Gotcha. They know what they need to take. Yeah. That kind of thing. So. Hmm. 
do they do do they do like ground blind hunts and stuff for any anybody? They probably do if you request yeah. them. Yeah. I think there was uh, I think somebody was down there who requested like a like a sit like a go in a blind and sit and just hunt over maybe a water source or something that they yeah. had like set up. But usually the deer they have so much there's so much land and these deers there's just so many of them you would just you would go to these big areas and you pastures and you would you would look to see if deer are coming out if they're not there you might go on to the next yeah, one yeah you're probably shortchanging yourself if you're just sitting in one spot there's just it so much land like you know you can sit in one spot and you will probably see deer and does but when you're chasing maybe a target buck like an like a buck that we were looking for mm-hmm. you might have to move around a little bit so yeah. we would we would drive with a can and go another you know few miles and check this area out and sit in glass and then yeah and just keep it up and you shot uh you got some hogs yep obviously hogs every time there's we, a big problem yeah, every time we saw one it just the can-am stopped we all got out we ranged put everything on shooting sticks yeah and we tried to time it three two one so i bet they're just countless yeah and they just devastate yep the property oh they tear it up yeah they, they just yeah. like dig it all up and yep. it looks like a bunch of groundhogs went through there yeah but they don't like 10 times there. worse yeah yeah and you were successful yes so i got we got down there tuesday and tuesday evening we got to kind of see like the, what's going to look like and we got to see deer but we didn't shoot anything i think wednesday morning yeah or was it evening i wasn't there i know i didn't get i was there. but i hold on Anyways, Wednesday, I'll just say Wednesday morning because I think it was the morning hunt because we went out morning evening. Mm. And uh, no, it was evening because I remember we got back really, really late because we were looking for somebody else's deer or helping them look for the deer. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday afternoon, we stumbled upon a what, what we call a cold deer or what they call a cold deer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a deer that had three points on one side um, and four point. We thought originally it was a three by three, like a six point buck which mm-hmm. is definitely a cold deer. Yeah. But this place, when they manage it, they don't, with that genetics, they don't want more deer that are going to get stuck with three. On, I mean, they don't want that buck, you know, to reproduce or they don't like that. He's he's never going to get more than three on one side. Yeah, you don't want to, they're not looking for a big six. They wanted to go to four or five or yeah. whatever. So it was a cold deer. And, um, and so we were glassing, I think he was by himself. But we came around a corner, and he was out of a, he was in the area we were heading to. But he was like in the corner of this pasture, right right next to the gate, like. And we came around the corner, and we saw him, and then we started glassing. And the guide was like, "That's a deer. We need to take. That's a cold deer." So he was about two hundred yards out, huh. and uh, nice jumped on the tri uh, the tripod and and so shot that one Wednesday. That's all she wrote for that. Yeah. That's so, sweet. Cool little Texas deer. I yeah. Think I'm going to do a European mount on it. I think it looks pretty cool. Were, were these, you ended up getting two? Mm-hmm. Were these your first Texas deer you've ever gotten? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was shooting a, a new Weatherby Mark V 280 Ackley, which is a pretty cool gun. Um, thing shot amazing. And it didn't, bigger than a 270, it's a pretty fun load, and, and uh, it was nothing to shoot. It was great, and it's a the gun without the scope. I haven't weighed everything. Was like six pounds. It's super light. I think, weight. I think. Have you seen it? Mm, I brought I it in here a couple times. So. Mm. 
but um yeah that was that that was that day and then I was, the guy I was with um we went out we kept hunting and uh he shot a deer um that evening but then couldn't find it and, okay. and I haven't got confirmation that he they did find that deer or not because we spent Wednesday night looking for that deer um it's real weird I don't know we we saw the deer go down in the, in the field um watched it for you know a minute or two got back together went to the K&M got the K&M went to the you know opened the gate went to the field went to go retrieve the, the buck <clears throat> it was a nice eight by eight, eight pointer hmm. and uh we got back out there then deer is gone Okay. Since the time we had, we were watching it on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, rack on the ground, belly white showing. Yeah. Turned around, loaded up the K&M, put the guns in the K&M, you know, everything got back to normal, drove around, opened the gate, drove out to the pasture, it had got up and headed off. <laughs> so I wasn't, I had a, I had my binoculars out. I couldn't tell. Um, I don't think I was looking at the right deer, but they, they, didn't know exactly where the deer was hit that type of stuff yeah a blood dog come out that night um and there just wasn't a ton of blood we found blood at the shot and then a couple drips and one little drip by this fence where it where it got out or it worked they didn't get out but where it went Mm -hmm. and then after that nothing so the dog was having trouble finding that scent for the blood and he was just finding all sorts of deer scent because there were so many deer in that field whenever whenever he was there and shot so that was and then we went out the next morning looking for that deer but that's why it was late when we got back because we were looking for that deer yeah for a while that's awesome man i was wondering what it was gonna look like when you went down there yeah it's pretty cool yeah that's pretty exciting and then thursday um yeah, I think it was Thursday morning. That was your second one mm-hmm. you got? Yeah. We were leaving on Friday. Thursday morning went out. We were driving. I'm driving along like a bay. Like the the Gulf Coast is right next to my right. Like I could throw a rock into the in a, into a, into the bay. And finally came around. We we're probably 800,000 yards out from these deer. And you saw, and you see the picture. There's like a marshy area right next there, like yeah. In this marshy, grassy area, and uh, one of the deer was like an eight year old deer that he said needed to be harvested. Mm-hmm. And so we made like a from eight hundred, we stalked in through the mesquite and the thorns and everything. We got into under within a hundred on that that older deer. That other deer was kind of a the the seven point was kind of a surprise. Right. So it was kind of like that deer is a cold deer and needs to get shot. Um, you know, 200 yards, boom, you know, done. Right. This one was like a from 800 yards out. We got into about 100 yards of it. The deer were acting a little funky. The wind was right for us, but they were just, I don't know, they weren't, the buck were kind of like sparring. They're like messing with each other. Yeah. This old bruiser was kind of pushing these other bucks around. And so he was moving a lot. And that, that uh, was his beach. Yeah. Yeah. That was his area. This is an eight year old deer. And uh he was kind of bumping in and out of these mesquite trees and the brush and stuff. Yeah. 
and I was just we kept trying to reposition, wait, figure out where the, you know. And then finally, he was starting to walk away, but he kind of prevented a you know, you know, a sort of an angle to take the shot. And I and I I took the shot and dropped it a little bit far back. Deer got up a little bit, but then fell back down. And then I took a second shot in the neck just to make sure we didn't mm-hmm. have to go chasing it through the right the mesquite thorns. Yeah. But have they ever had a track of deer <laughs> to the bay? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's a good question. This one was not heading towards water to, the, to the bay. The salt water. It was going the opposite direction. I'm just saying. But, might have. Could have. The one thing you're bringing up, which I think we're going to get into, is... You know, is the, the you know, your first deer is a cold deer. Was it a younger deer? Yeah, it was, it was probably four. Four. Okay, so middle, middle-aged middle deer. Yeah. And then your second one's this old guy that's just this been around. Eight-year-old deer. Ever. Doesn't have hardly any teeth, you know, just. Yeah. The, the, the racks all, what do you call it, like spindly? Like, right. Because they start losing. Yeah, it's uh, it was down. It was he going was on down. his downward slide. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you got to zoom in on any of that. And we'll show you these these two deer. Hayden will have them posted up in here so you guys can see what we're looking at. But, um, but not, I mean, not a giant. These are middle sure. class. Middle but one class of the bucks. things I have I not think, scored it yet. Yeah. I think a lot of people have. Well, first off, congratulations. And now we've got. All three of us were lucky enough to we all tagged a buck. Get something year. down yeah. this year. Yeah, the deer hunt was so better pretty, than duck hunt. So, I would say so. That's pretty exciting. Because um, yeah, is judging on the hoof. Yeah. Before you we know? get to that, yeah, I know you're segueing over. But that's all right. Josh I'll was way back. I detoured. Josh, yeah, Josh was also in Texas, but he wasn't deer hunting. What? Yeah, he was in Texas last week. Yeah, we were like. I don't know if we were to drive to where we were hunting. What do you think? Fourteen hour drive between me and you. Yeah, yeah. Still, a 14 <laughs> we were hour like drive. way other side of the state. Oh. I'm in the bay. He's over in is Lubbock, Texas. Is that what this is? Yes. This is a, a band from a sandhill crane. Got a good shot of that, Hayden. You can put it up. I've never seen one. So I haven't seen one either. So I don't have. I haven't any, seen that style per, per yeah. se. I I don't have any information on this because. Generally, when they put this on a bird, they put a metal band on it, too. Yeah. The metal band was not on the bird. Gotcha. So I'm guessing it was on that bird's leg for a very long time, and it wore out, and it just fell off. But that one... It's just riveted on. It's riveted yeah. on. It's a plastic band, and, and on, if, you look plastic, on, huh? if you look on the backside, there's, like, glue. Mm-hmm. I believe that's from a GPS tracker. That is now gone. That... Was not on nope. the bird when we... Dang, don't ruin my thing. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> the glue? Glue? <laughs> yeah, so... 6N? Yeah. Or N9, I think is how it's read. I I'm, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's N9, just based on how it was on the bird. The N was on top. Oh, gotcha. But, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's that's not something you that's see every wild. day, especially a GPS tracker on a sandhill crane. So I'm a little bit bummed that I didn't get any info out of it. Uh, still could come they said that they would contact me if they had any info but hmm. at this point i don't know anything about that crane i do know that through the grapevine the guy that i was with he talked to somebody who shot an eight 
a little while ago. And they said, I believe they said it was like banned in like 2008, 2009, somewhere in there. Gotcha. In Nebraska. Perhaps so, the N stands for Nebraska. Maybe. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Nebraska. Well, if anybody knows anything nine. about that. I don't know. If you participated in a banding project in Nebraska and banded an N9. Hit us up. Yeah. Yeah. So I you guys you got into uh, Sand Hills pretty good? Yeah, we shot a few cranes. It's yeah. January. So. so you're way out on the western side? Yes. In the pain handle? Yeah. In the handle of the pain. Ah, yes. Yeah. We uh, we did pretty good, given consideration of the conditions. I mean, it's January. Birds have been hunting for a long time, and they're already pretty hard to hunt to begin with. So we, did you, d- we did pretty good. Did you cook some up? Not yet. Right then? Saving them for you. Ooh. Ooh. I know. Dang. I got to process my deer. There's no processors around, so I'm just doing it. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. No. But I have three to process, so that's well, all right. Texas deer aren't very big. They're either. not. Yeah, they're not very they're big. Adlers. So Gregory's, he shot a really nice buck. Um, he's His kind of was bladed. Um, I kind of saw that. You saw that? Well, I went to look for it. Maybe we can get Gregory to send us a picture, Hayden, for you to put up. So people can see his deer because it used to be on his story. Oh yeah, and it's and gone now, now. It's gone. So let's see here. Do I have it? Yeah, I'm just sending it right there in the chat. Sweet. Um, well, I don't want to send it again. Anyways, his his buck was very spindly, like or bladed at the top. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a nice deer. That's his wild. deer field dressed, hanging ninety three pounds. Really? Yeah. And mine was probably that or a little bit lighter. That's Texas deer. Yeah. So. Which is probably another. I know as I was transitioning. Yeah, another segment. But that's even different. Like it was so if you're hard. you're watching these, these like, every 135 Jim hunting Saskatchewan deer, the racks look small. Yeah. And the bodies are ginormous. Yeah, and then you go down to Texas, the racks can look Dude. big every, on a deer that's got a small body. Every 130-inch eight-point, when you looked at it walking away or facing towards you, you're like, that's a 160 eight-point here in Missouri. You know, like, you're just like, let me shoot. Yeah. No, yeah. it wasn't that big. That's wild. Yeah, But it is something, like when I was young, so like segueing into you know, trying to figure out and some people you don't care. It doesn't matter the age structure. You're out there. You like to hunt. You want meat, whatever it is. I just want to go deer hunting. doesn't get a matter. Deer. You just deer hunt. Yeah. I wasn't out there in Texas for like a certain score. Or yeah. But a lot of individuals that deer hunt do it by age, not just by rack size, but by mm-hmm. age also. Um, so, you know, some people want good rack size, which Hayden generously got us a little game here. We're going to try to guess yep. the score of a rack. Okay. Which doesn't necessarily translate to age. A Correct. lot of times it does. The more mass, the wider, you typically, right, the age of the deer is bigger. But the other thing is judging a deer on the hoof. If you're... um an individual that wants to shoot by age structure. So you want to shoot mm-hmm. the mature deer. He's basically, 
you know, 90% or more of what his rack is going to be. Yeah. Um, and how do you judge that? Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of things to look at. Um, he was talking to us about like looking at the, the deer ages down there. Yeah. Like their faces would show it. And when you're glassing them, they would have a lot you, of, I can't let you look at the bottom of this. Oh, you have the scores. No, no, no. Oh, that's for my own little deal. But, okay. Um, I did write some stuff down just so people, cause you know me, I have to write stuff down. So he was, he was looking at in the Texas deer. There's not like the sag of the belly or some of the other things. That's what I was wondering. Know, there's not that there's more of like coloration, like in their face. Okay. Gets very like gray white and their body will still be like a very tan. Some little, sometimes the deer had a little bit of red in their, their hide, mm-hmm. but then their knees would get like, I don't, I can't remember what, exactly what he said. Maybe they, were, they would get thin with fur or like just mm. like there were certain things he would look at to tell if there's an old deer. I know a lot of people look at like, uh, the glands, yeah. the older the deer is, the more stain they get. Correct. From yeah. years of, yeah those glands yeah um but i think he was talking about trying to do that quickly i think with the yeah with the texas terrain he was talking about the legs showing a lot of wear and tear because of all the the, because of all the stuff they walk through in their life yeah yeah well you talk about the belly and the back and the legs that's what a lot of people at least in missouri that's what you kind of look at iowa missouri kansas like when you're trying to judge the age structure yeah of a deer um and sometimes the yeah sometimes it's you know an iowa or missouri buck they're just they're just big they have a yeah i mean typically neck rolls and a good general rule of thumb um once they get like four and a half and older you'll start seeing the belly sag some yeah versus you know three and a half and under two and a half it really gets and it's real tight straight line Mm -hmm. belly um, as you get older, you get that slump in your back. Um, and then the nose will droop. Yeah. You kind of get that Roman nose too. Yeah. Um, you see where a young deer, it's nice pointy, elongated yeah. nose. Um, young deer typically under two and a half longer legs. And then it, you know, when a deer gets older, their legs look disproportionate to yeah. their body. Um, and then their chest. You know, when they get older, their neck and chest become like one, you know, and they're rutting and their neck's giant. And, yep. Um, but as a, as they're younger, their rump is bigger than their chest. So those are just a few things, obviously, you know, that can help. Um, and then some people, doesn't matter. Just go yep. hunt, you know. But rack scoring, like just judging the score of a rack, I still have trouble. I'm pretty Sometimes. I'm pretty decent for Missouri Bucks, but I was I wasn't that bad in Texas. I just knew to take about twenty inches off. Okay. <laughs> or fifteen, you know, that deer and you know, if the size of that rack compared to the body, you know, all the things I would look for, you know, from, from binoculars you really can't tell how thick, you know, the bases are and stuff like that. Yeah. Like oh that would look like a that one's you know ten point look like a go one fifty maybe in Missouri take twenty off. I've become a lot better. As a kid, everything was giant. Yeah, that's a that's a world class. That's a giant deer. It was like one fifteen. Yeah, 
you know, just, you didn't know. Yeah. Um, so I've gotten a lot better now. Now, granted, when we do our deer score guest game here, we're going off of Boone and Crockett, like normal, yeah. you know, there's other scoring out there. Like Buckmasters does yep. a total, you know, you get points, no deductions. Could you run through real quick how it's scored? Like on a, like a, can you do that or do you have to look it up? Like oh, how like, how to score like a scoring yeah, like yeah like general not like yeah so exactly. so a general score um, you would do um, inside spread um, farthest part typically you know where they start curling curling yep yep your inside spread um, the length of your main beam so from the base where the skull plate is all the way out to the tip that's your like um, your main beam okay. Um, and then you would do the length of each tine coming off the main beam, G1, G, your G1 is going to be your brow tines. Brow tine, eye guard. Eye guards, G2. A lot of people talk about those. Deer had big G2s. It's yep. that like first long point coming off the main beam back, farther back. Um, so you measure each of those from where the base of it hits the basically the main beam main going beam. up all those but not measuring down into like the middle of the main beam right yeah um you'll measure the width or the circumference around the bases of each side and then subsequently in between each point okay. except the last one because there's nothing in between yep um i think that's it. that's just about it now that's that's kind of a uh, – that'll get you a gross score. And then each side, depending on how you want to score. And I didn't know this. When we do our whitetail contest, a lot of you have come up for that. Yep. Our whitetail weekend, talking to the deer scores, you can actually tell them and say, hey, I'd like to score this as a typical. Or I'd like to score it. You can actually score it either way. Okay. Like maybe you've got a mainframe eight and he's got, you know, a kicker coming off one side. Typically the score, like an official score will tell you, hey, we should score this as a typical because it's going to score better. Yeah. Or, hey, we should do this as a non-typical because it's going to score better. Um, so non-typicals, you know, when you think about it, wild, funky, antlers going everywhere and drop tines yep. and all this funky stuff going on some of them the the deer scores are cross-eyed and they're <laughs> looking yeah. at they're like imagine 32 points you know and all this you know yeah i think for a point to count it's got to be one inch yep. or something like that so um and then you get deductions based off you know the difference in measurements between the left and right side so say the main beam going off the right side is 20 inches or whatever yeah. i don't know and the left side is 18 well that's minus two inches off your gross score so then you get your net yep which is what officially gets put into a book is that what we're what are we guessing here for the most part these are gross because that's what a lot of these are audience or not audience but a lot yeah. of these are some are audience some are submitted and they only gave the gross right so gotcha. we're going to so so that would be one other point is to get into a book, there's a drying period. Yeah. Which I think is, uh, what is it? Is it six weeks or, or anyways? And because the antlers will shrink. 
a little bit and then you get it officially scored before it goes into like Boone and Crockett which is for a rifle um, which is 175 175 inches or bigger and then Pope and Young which is for archery um, not crossbow crossbow goes into Boone and Crockett um, but archery so compound recurve um, is 125 and over so we'll go with gross score for here a little bit easier because deduction wise and all that yeah, like, be like uh, it'd be really it'd hard to tell so. from a picture yeah yeah we're just gonna have fun with it and then you'll be able to put these up as we look at them hayden are we tallying who, who yep. wins gets to like a oh Twitch yeah we can tally here so let's just do closest to okay um instead of the without going over we'll just do closest to yep. and i'll let you and we just tap and remember Score the key. last time <laughs> that, <laughs> that was like, rough that was rough so Deer score guest game. First time ever. All right. Deer one. And doesn't matter who it's taken by, but um That's a good do deer. We, do we get to know any backstory? There wasn't a lot of backstory yeah. for these. I'm guessing this is a gun look kill. At the, look at the eye guards or the brow tons on there. Look at the mass. Jeez. So quickly, if you can't tell, so double brows looks like he's got crab claws, which is hard to see because it's a straight on shot. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Look at the G three. Basically a seven by seven. Yep. Um, and you've got the score right. Yes. Because that's what on the next slide. No, no, I told him to write it down in case I got clicky. Oh, I didn't want to accidentally hit it. I'm gonna say one sixty seven. Ooh. And this is gross? Yeah. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go 158. We should, like, write them down. Oh, shoot. And, like... Do you want me to tell you the scores after you guess, or do you want me to wait until... After each one. Okay. After each one. I was going to say, like, now I'm like, okay, I'll just... Like, go in the middle. Spoke no. the difference. I really need to just say what I really think it. Okay, so the, after this one, Will. One, 175. Okay, so 175, 167, going higher 158. Because, of, because the, the eye guard. So, deer number one. Deer number one was scored at 180. That's where I was going to go Ooh. with. 180. I wanted to go 180. I just thought I was going to go too high. See, I got gross. I got over. I was, I was like, thinking oh. it was big, but I I mean like it's so I thought it's 180 was high. It, the man, actually there's not a lot of deductions if you think about it. I mean, shoot. even on the brows. It's, yeah, they're identical. Well, that's yours. You got that one. Yeah. Oh. Non-typical. Oh jeez. And I'm guessing this one's a famous deer. Beck Beckman. Beckman. So this would be a non-typical. That's a lot of counting. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. That's going a dirty on pointer. Here. Might be. Um, so just think of it. Let me know when you. So got you got like it. measure each point. If it's they you know, would. It's this would definitely be a non-typical. Yeah, they'd this, measure. This would take a while to score. I believe. Yeah, I think they're still scoring it. <laughs> even <laughs> to though this day, to this day, even though this is a black and white photo, spread's pretty big. Every too. grandpa's got a pair of those binos too. Yeah. In his truck. For reference, I think this 100%. one was shot in 1981. I think that was the date I saw. Okay. Jeez. I don't know. 212. Don't hate it. 
Yeah, I'm going to go 236. What I really honestly feel about this 212, 236 is over 200. You think so? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at the spread. Yeah, because I just don't see a lot of length. Yeah, but it's just everything's like everything adds up five inches. Yeah, but and the bases it's definitely over 200. And then you got to measure in between each tine. Oh, yeah. And look at the look at that one right there. It's all bladed out. Yeah. Look at that baseball bat. He said, Did you say 236? 236. Is what you said? Yeah. 212. I'm 236. Man. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. 208. Okay. What do we got? Deer number two is 333. Jeez. 333? This, I believe, if I remember the image correctly, is the Missouri, like, title holder. Oh, non-typical record holder? Yeah, I believe. Wow. That's crazy. The David Beckman buck. Okay, well, I was way off, but I was closest. <laughs> I was about I guess I can't I, was about, I guess I can't judge non-typical. I was about 90 inches away. It was a whole nother rack. Am I, am I missing part of the rack? I mean, let's, let's be honest. It does here. blade out right there. You know how we were talking about judging him on the hoof? If that deer <laughs> steps out, <laughs> he's he's done. Okay. Hey, that's a cool. That looks I, like the. I've got to guess inside, but don't say it out yeah. loud, and we'll just say it all together. But I already. Oh, I know right what I'm down. going with. Okay. I feel like I've seen a million of these. I mean, that's yeah. very similar. Three thirty-three and seven eighths. Wow. So I've got mine. What I want to do. All right. You got well, yours. Let me, let me look at this one. Okay. Okay, I know what I'm going to say. One, two, three. So it's a mainframe, mainframe eight. eight. Yeah, big tall eight. Wish his brow tines a little. I know what I'm going with. One heck of a deer. Do you know what you're going with? Yeah, yeah. Wait, we're gonna say all one time. We're gonna. Yeah, and well, no. Now that we know, go ahead. What's yours? One fifty-five. Son of a gun! I was one thirty-five. I was gonna say one fifty-five. Well, that's fine. We can have the same guess. Yeah. Did we both get the points? That's fine. Yeah. But can you write down my point? (laughs) You know this deer? No, from the one before, I was closest, even though I was ninety inches away. (laughs) Sorry. And I said 135. What's this one? 140. Yeah. Dang. Got another one. 140? I feel like I've seen a million of those. There's no mass <laughs> My deer was like that, but uh, it scored yeah. 141. But that one looked taller than that. One, I just, man, the height, though. Like that? Right there. It's so tall. G2s are like 25 inches. Two, two foot off the head. Yeah. It just hasn't started gaining its mass yet. I'm guessing that's three and a half year old. Yeah. Like in a couple of years, he would have got all that mass. Not that, that I meant heartbeat. With that thing walks by <laughs> me, it's going on my wall. Jeez, that's crazy. What a great deer! So you okay? It was, you said it was one forty. Hello, yeah, one forty. Oh, I can't remember the score of this. Oh, you, you have seen this one? Mm-hmm. This was two years ago, I believe, in Illinois. Just a wild deer. It looks like that. Um, I think it jumped a fence. Gotcha. Don't quote me on that because I don't want to get in trouble. That's still incredible. Was this in Illinois without telling us the I story? I don't remember. I okay. don't have the images in front this of me. This is the Luke Brewster buck. Six, it's a famous deer. 600 And inches. the other side doesn't <laughs> look like this side, by the way, just for reference. That one side got blown out in the wind. <laughs> How do you hold your head up when you got that much antler? 
I have no idea. But look at the neck and see how the nose getting shorter. Yeah. Uh, if, well, if that other one was three hundred something, this one's probably up there too. I've, I think I've got a guess. I know what I'm going with. I don't even have a clue. Four oh one two eighty six. How does that one score two eighty six? The other one was three thirty three. The other side doesn't have all that. Yeah, but it still has all that. That that right side has. Okay, more I'm gonna retract more my than, That right side has more. Or technically, left side. Three oh one. Three oh one. I'm going 286. Uh, and I just feel like 325. Hayden? Chandler got it. 327. Dang. See? Two inches off. That's, so that was smaller than the other one, but not by much. But look at how much length that one has. The other yeah, one the other one didn't see All like on four one side. Inch, you know, like little He's got an jumpers. elk antler here. Yeah. I mean, That's what it looks like there. That one with the like the ivory tip. It's a 30-inch beam. Or thirty inch G something, whatever how whatever G seventy two G whatever number that is. I don't know where it yeah. comes. Bingo. <laughs> Here's the quality deer. deer. Like. All right. Um, is it ten or ten? eight? I, can't I think really it's ten. See. Oh, sorry. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, ten. eight, nine, ten. I feel comfortable here. I'm so, go. where are these? Do these? Are these bucks from like our social, or do you just find no? Them? No, this is, these are from two different websites. Gotcha. I'm gonna say like 177. I was going with 148. Josh went high. I wasn't. I wasn't going over 150. Uh, hold on. Let's see here. Keep in mind, I know nothing <laughs> what about deer scoring. Josh has been 177. Okay. I'm going 148. They all look that's gigantic. I'm going 140. 168. What? Did I win? Yep. Josh. Yeah. Nice. I was reference. Remember the first one was 150. It was, was like it? 150 something. The first one was 180. Oh, never mind. I said 150 something. I forgot what the first one looked like, but it was a nice. I mean, this is a great deer too. I just don't see like, is it really that tall? It's like, pretty tall. Look at the brow tines. Is it that? I mean, I guess it's got. I should quickly start judging. 10, 20, 30, 40. <laughs> How much? What was it? 168? 168. Okay. That was off by nine. Yeah. Dang it. Ooh, side image. Ooh, little, little winter wheat buck. One, two, three, four, five. Plus a brown time, Six, maybe? and he's got some trash coming off the front here. Look at the mass. Look at the mass going through the main beam. Yeah. Chandler, did you mark him down? I got Josh's winning that last one. Okay. The thing about this picture is you can't see the spread, but it looks like it's got a decent spread. I'm sticking with what I did last time, 168. You didn't do that last time. That was score the last year. No, I, that's what yeah. I guessed last time. Oh. I'm thinking one. like 160. I don't see a lot of mass. See, those are spindly. Well, not, in the, not in the tines. You gain a lot of inches with mass. In the tines? Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, you measure one, two, three. Four, well, think about four, okay. Just think about the huff buck and all uh-huh. the mass he carried out to the end. Yeah, this deer has just as many points, <laughs> it, it ain't close. No, yeah, I'm 168. 160. That's not knowing how wide this is, but I don't think it goes much past. Is the there? Years. 
Is there eye guards or is that? I would assume there but is. What, yeah, those are some points coming is that, off is here. G, that is G2 there? Yeah, on the other side. Oh, that's okay. I think his eye guards see him coming just behind here. Yeah. They're pretty tall. But that's, is that? A, that's the eye is guard. Is that a G2? No, that's the G2 on the other on side. On the right side or on the left side? This one's the left side. Uh, this one's the side we're closest to. That one's his left side. I'm I'm going 180. Okay. 195. <sighs> I knew it was short. But you got it. Yeah. Dang. Well, how many points is that, dear? 12. Like, two, we're looking three, at it from 12. the side, so we're trying to figure out. If it has brow times, it's 12. Eight, eight, yeah. 9, 10, 12 plus 13, 14. If they count. Or, well, they definitely count them. The ones underneath. Oh, down, the stickers down there. Yeah. Gotcha. I didn't even see those really at the beginning. Oh, I was no. looking at how he's decently tall, but look at the the mask coming through that whole main beam. That's true. In between each time. Yeah. He's pretty fat. In I there. should have gave him. I'm underscoring a lot of these. Okay. We probably should have kept it towards typical. Yeah, this one's pretty interesting. Looks like he's got a shrub on his head. <laughs> he's been down in Texas. That's a Texas deer right there if I've you ever seen so? one. Yeah, you guys are on number seven, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I believe you. I don't even know where to start with this one. 327. I don't know, 230. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. 290. 315. Pat closest. Three twenty seven. Yep. Oh, Chandler. Two left, and we're tied up. Wow. Tied up. Look at that one. There's three. There's ten of them total. There's your. There's your Saskatchewan rack. Jeez, that's mass. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Those are moose antlers. Is this buck from Canada? Who who shot this one? Two out. Oh. Steve Merritt. Never mind. Did you mistype the line? Okay. What, is he your uncle? No. Oh. Look how far his eye guards are apart. They're more up on the antler. Yeah. It's a lot of mass. Uh, 230. Five. <laughs> this is a world record. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe not. Okay, fine. One ninety eight. <laughs> That's probably a better score. Um what even is the world record? Two eleven and no, so two fourteen. Yeah, something like that. Huff was two inches. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's like yeah. two fourteen. Typical. Okay, Sorry. so my guess for a typical needs to be under two fourteen. Yeah. I'm thinking two ten. Said one ninety eight? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 187. 180. Jeez. Yeah. Dang. Okay, these last two rounds, I'm going to make it interesting. You cannot go over the guess. Okay. And it's specific. This guy had his wife take a picture from the tree stand. (laughs) It's pretty cool, though. Can't go over? Can't go over. Can't go over. Okay, one, two... Three, four, one, two, three. Looks like a 
good four by four, tall eye guards. Those are big old crabs. Claws. Yeah. That's a good split. You guys ready? One thirty-eight. One forty-two. One thirty-nine. One forty-eight and three eighths. Yeah. Jeez, Pat, throw it away. I think one more. Yeah, I think you won. One, two, three, four, five. I didn't really expect to win this. Hello. What is that? That's the butcher buck. That's a tumor. <laughs> That's weird that it was all normal and it was just right in the middle. How Jeez. does that even happen? Is that one of those mesquite brushes down there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. Try scoring that. How do they get all the velvet off of that? It just falls off. Does it? Those other ones were over three. I don't think this one's over three. Well, do you measure around the glob? (laughs) (laughs) You get like 12 inches of mass. That thing has its own area code. (laughs) I'm going 272. Yeah, I have no idea. 340. 284. 321 and 3 eighths. Yeah, what did I say? I went over. over 340, I think. Yeah. We're Josh pretty, got you it. were close though. Oh, we'll give Josh a point because he. I <laughs> uh, get a pity point. <laughs> well, the good. I mean, even with the typicals though, Looks like, like looking cone. at them. What was number nine? You said. What was the score? One forty-eight and three eighths. One forty-eight and three eighths. You really, they do say as a tip, like trail cameras, like just study and study. Yeah. You know, that is a bonus of trail cameras. You kind of start seeing these deer each year. You know, that one right there might have a lot of beam length. Like the main beam might, because it, it goes up and goes then out up and then, then out in. and then in. It like curves it doesn't, way. It doesn't in. immediately go out and then. Right. It's know. coming yeah. together. So you get a lot of length. A you lot know? of length there. And then on top of that, the Whoops. G2s look very tall. Like it's a good looking deer. Is it? So what we learned is, don't take Josh to score your deer. Well, I mean, he can probably score it, but not. I can tell you whether it. you should shoot it or not. <laughs> no, you and me are shooting. Shoot that one. Shoot that one. Yeah, if yeah. you and me go together, we're shooting. Okay, I thought this was interesting, right. and I think you've been here before. As we're talking about deer. We're kind of winding down to the end of the deer. Yep. Is the deer population in the United States. Okay. I don't know it, but okay. No. No, you don't have to know that. But if you can get a few of these. So I listed the top five states by deer population, ranked one through five. And I listed. Not not harvested. Nope. Okay. Just deer population. And then the bottom five states. And I found some of this to be actually interesting mm-hmm. as I looked at... Are we talking whitetail? Yep. Okay. Yep. And this isn't for points or anything. I just found some of this interesting <sighs> based off of, like, when you get hunters together and we talk about deer hunting. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, to see some of the states maybe not where we thought they should be. Yeah. Um, and is it, uh, like, a per... Just, per acre? Just population. Because, no. like, Texas White. is obviously going to have more deer than Rhode Island. Well, if you think Texas 
is in the top five, then say Texas. I, I believe Texas. Texas is, in the top. is definitely in the top five. Top five. Yeah, they are number one. Yeah, well, that so would be number one. Without looking down here, Texas is number one. Yeah, I'm not looking. With five point three million, almost five times as many as yeah. Missouri. What about Pennsylvania? In your top five? Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. You were on the right with the bottom. Kansas. Five. Well, Rhode Island. <laughs> Rhode Island, yeah. Yeah, Rhode Island is number two okay. with 18,000. <laughs> okay. It, I would say... Just I said Kansas. Top five. Nope. 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 That was an interesting one. Nope. Not even close. Not even close. Is it middle pack? I think it is. It's not the bottom five, though, is it? Okay, so it was number 21. Yeah. Kansas was 21 with 646,000. Huh. They got good deer, but I just don't think they have. I see them all the time. Is California in the top five? Nope. They don't have whitetails, do they? I'm sure they have. They might have a lingering, maybe not enough to count. Okay. I'm sure they have something. I just don't know. Did, I just figured it'd be does on, Nevada have whitetails? State size. Yeah. Um, Nevada um, is not in the bottom five or the top five. So we'll I don't know if they have a. I don't know where like the line is where whitetails sure. stop and like. Okay, well I'll give you number one in the bottom five is Utah with one thousand. I was thinking about Utah, and Nevada, and it's like being at the very yeah. bottom. Mm-hmm. And so you might get some. <clears throat> Cross over there. What about Iowa? Iowa's got to have some deer. Nope. Nope. See, that's... I knew, I knew that okay, one. Okay, but... But they're not bottom that's five, That's what though. I was talking about. They're not bottom five. Iowa is actually worse than Kansas at number 26. Okay, yeah. so states... With 445,000. I, I think Michigan... So maybe, is Michigan on top five? Yes. Wisconsin. number two. Okay. Wisconsin. Yes. Number five. Okay. And then three and four, Minnesota is Alabama and Mississippi. So it is ah. odd. You get some. You get a cluster of southern, and you yeah. get a couple northern. My dad talks about Alabama. You could shoot a deer a day back in the day. You're allowed to shoot a deer a day. Yeah, I mean they also have rifle seasons that are like two months long. Your your bottom five is Utah, Rhode Island, Delaware, Arizona, and Wyoming. Gotcha. Which Wyoming would be, you know, the last of the bottom five. I bet you. But, but what I found interesting was when you talk about deer hunting, like Iowa, Kansas, big deer. Yeah. Uh, but their deer population doesn't correlate. Maybe the like, big deer is because the population isn't well big. And so one there's of less the, competition. Yeah, one of the things I brought up, maybe that's why Iowa – has you only bow hunt all the way through November and you can only do shotgun in December is because their deer population is really not that high. Yeah. So you don't want to have rifle. Yeah, you don't want that many deer getting taken out of the population. Right, so maybe that's part of the reason Iowa does it. Although all of us in Missouri are like, we should do what Iowa does. Yeah, but we have twice as many deer as Iowa. Yeah, what, what were what number were we're we? We're one point. We're really about one point four to one point five million. But what puts us on the ranking? We're number seven. I got you. So we're up there. Jeez. Yes, for our, for our size of state, we have a lot of deer. 
They have a lot of deer. I, I mean, wonder what like the hot spots are in Missouri for deer. Like, is it more like down north, like in south east and like where it's all wooded, or is it up in like ag field country? It's over by St. Louis too because of deer harvested. You think there's more in the southeast? A ton of deer in the southeast. Of well, Missouri. I'm going by deer harvested. I think what was is that where it? the big is that where the big counties were? Yeah, I think it's just south of St. Louis, but not quite all the way to the line. Gotcha. Anyway, I think it's Franklin County. I think that's what it was. Yeah, and, that's and Franklin is like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, but you're you're more heavily populated on the east side of the state than the west. Hmm. With St. Louis, Jeff City. Yeah. Is there more forested areas in that part of the state? They do have some. Some, some bottom ground down there by the Mississippi River. And they've got River. some national parks. You get Mark Twain is closer to that yep. side coming up from the Boot Hill. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it is interesting to see. But we are up there. But then, you know, Iowa and Kansas are pretty close. Who's six? Who's number six? I didn't write it down. Oh. I don't know why. I should have just printed off the whole list. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, I could have guessed. Yeah. Because they have so Arkansas? many deer. I did find it interesting, Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania has the most. Wasn't it hunters, hunters or something? Hunters. Like or, per capita. Like or they, they re- harvest like, the most deer? I don't know. Yeah, like regist- or harvest the most or have the most registered, you yeah. know, hunters that buy tags. They go off permit sales. Can they hunt on Sunday now? I think it is changing from our podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, oh shoot. But um, some important dates, because I'm going to throw them out every podcast we do now. Um, to note, for people to think about, uh, the National Wildlife Turkey Federation um, convention in Nashville, we will be there again. Roger Sporting Goods will be there. Come find us. Come find us. Stop by. Say hi buy some good product on a good deal that's the 15th 16th and 17th of february and then we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back at the iowa deer classic march 1st 2nd and 3rd and that's in des moines iowa yep um and then soon after that one month until our first event of the year and this is at the store location in liberty missouri um that is our fishing frenzy 2024 and that'll take place all day from 9 to 6 p.m. on Saturday, April 6th. We're going to have food trucks. We got the tank this year. Yeah, the big bass tank. It's like a seminars a 50 going footer, on. Yeah, it's like footer. a 50-foot tank. 50-foot bass tank. See if we can. Pat's going to be out there in his flamingo floaties. For real. <laughs> Are they going to be fishing in it? Yeah. It will be. It'll be stocked. Um, we'll have, obviously, like some of the sales we're going to do this year is going to be crazy. Yeah. We've already been brainstorming, so that's our first big event, like at the store on location. Um, so we're planning out the months already. Yep, we got big things ahead. So, um, and you're going to hear me say that to exhaustion because I'm going to say it again next week, folks. Yep, I don't want you to forget. Um, but thanks for being with us and welcome Chandler back. Success on cup of deer, multiple hogs. Good time down there and uh yeah we got a duck hunt coming up so that'll be cool um i'll bring in the uh be getting after it the, both the the racks oh yeah Sometime. that'd be awesome yep speaking of i need to go pick mine up it's been my euro mount's been done for like a month really yep um, did, did your your long lost cousin do it <laughs> your 
Yeah. My, uh, my old biology year. science teacher. Oh, he did that? He did the Euro mount. Gotcha. And then my buddy's cousin did the, oh, okay, so we're the same Brown's place. Custom Meats. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah. Appreciate everybody listening. Make sure you uh, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button um, on YouTube. Share it with everybody. We greatly appreciate um, you all taking the time out of your day to listen to us. And big shout out to everybody that comes into the store and says hi to me. And you the you the guy on YouTube. You the guy on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but it's a good time. We have fun with it. So yeah. thanks everybody for following along. And until next time, be safe. Peace. If you're a whitetail hunter, you got like a couple more days in Missouri for We do hunting. have yeah, we've got uh five days. Five days. Get after that. Yeah, when this comes out, it's like gonna be like two days. I know. Five days until we get our final numbers and we get to look on who won. Yeah, it's on Ooh. a sheet somewhere on one of my <laughs> ten notepads. <laughs> we gotta find that. For real. All I know I got lost along